Welcome to Ask the $50 Billion Man with high-performance executive success coach, Dan Pena. The only show where you ask and you get complete, no-holds-barred answers. You want the truth? Can you handle the truth? Ask only if you dare. Head on to www.askthe50billiondollarman.com to submit your questions. And now, your host, Dan Pena. Hi, kids. Welcome to uh, Ask the $50 Billion Man. And um, I'm looking forward to answering a lot of questions. Um, I, I appreciate and thank you very much for the questions. Let's get started. Growing up in an environment that encouraged average performance and, and not taking risks, which ultimately leads to, uh, one to being a guy who uh, doesn't speak up and when he doesn't like when he doesn't like something, a guy who would rather suffer on the inside uh, than stand up for himself, um, which might lead to a uh, fight breaking out, a guy who never got what he really wanted in life, uh, always getting uh, what second best or even lower but never what he uh, really wanted because he is too afraid to leave his comfort zone and in a way doesn't feel he is worthy of what he really wants out of life. Basically a guy who is a cunt. <laughs> well, I would have said that even if you didn't. As you would say, how does one completely dispose of his cunt side and become a fearless alpha male like yourself? Not easily, young man. Uh, but it is possible. Again, you're the average of the five people that you, you, you were raised by. Well, we already know that wasn't so good. But now you can change your life based on the five people that you're going to be around. Okay, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Um, read everything on my site, uh, the hundreds and hundreds of pages. Read all my newsletters, listen to all my podcasts, read my $50 billion um, um, ebook, read everything, build a, a list of goals, bodacious goals, uh, um, uh, build a list of positive, outrageous affirmations, positive affirmations, um, and you can change. I don't disagree with the idea of following your passion and hobbies, not hobbies, passion. And that is what I would uh, tell a 17 to 24 year old. However, uh, what, you, what do you say to someone who is a little bit uh, more mature, 29 to 35, um, who realizes his or her hobbies, passion is based on a superficial and a materialistic mindset, such as modifying cars. I want to add value to people's lives and to be honest, uh, selling a service or retail products uh, on a, in a niche market like car modification is much like selling drugs or alcohol. The customer thinks he's getting a bit of happiness or pleasure, but it's only a short term, and really they are fulfilling a void in their lives. Comments. Having gone through the car deal, planes and boats, I used to collect uh, vintage cars, and I've had uh, uh, a lot of great cars. Uh, uh, arguably the greatest car I ever had was a, an a, a original Cobra. Um, which I gave to my uh, youngest son on his 30th birthday. Um, I, uh, there are people that grow geometrically <clears throat> in the business that you're in. But unless you have built up a clientele of really wealthy clients, you're not, you're not going to do very well. 
Um, so um, I, I would uh, I would consider uh, doing something else. Uh, in your many years of conducting business, what has been the, your most valuable skill set, uh, or what skill set do you think uh, should be the most developed by innovative entrepreneurs? Communication skills. To acquire extreme wealth clearly requires a level of risk taking. Correct. What was the most frightening risk you ever have taken? Well, the most frightening risk, in hindsight, being 2020, it had nothing to do with uh, business. Uh, it's when I got run over by a buffalo in Australia in about 1990, I think, or 91. Um, that was the biggest risk that, you know, I knew that, you know, I didn't think of it as risk at the time, but I knew that, again, in hindsight, I, I, I wasn't um, acting too intelligently. But from business, I've taken a lot of big risks, you know. I've rolled, uh, you know, a lot of money. And uh, sometimes I won, sometimes I lost. Is it possible to become as successful as you are in today's world with integrity? Absolutely it is. I mean, everybody that's successful is not a fucking thief or a crook. I mean, where do you get that shit? I mean, I mean, the millennials of today feel fucking entitled. They're all, I mean, it's unbelievable how fucked up they are. What are the top five money-making activities we should focus on every single day? Now, healthcare or telecommunications, which is the internet, pick one, find one, lead in it. Um, and you make a lot of money. Help a billion people and you'll be a billionaire. Uh, Dan Pena, would you agree that high performance traits apply to success with women just as much as, <clears throat> as business success? Take it into account that uh, the more you work on the social skills, the better you get, just as the more you work on business, on your business, the more success you get. Social skills meaning, you know, to chat up women, talk to women, get their attention, etc. Women are drawn to self-confidence, uh, even more than looks. Women are drawn to uh, positive attitudes. Women are drawn uh, uh, to, uh, you know, um, feeling good about yourself. Improve your uh, emotional bank account and you'll do much better over the opposite sex. Uh, what advice would you give a 17-year-old who has set a goal of achieving a net worth of 500 million pounds in the next six to eight years? Follow your dream. Read everything on my website. My judgment, healthcare or telecommunications stroke internet. Hey, Dan, I'm 19 years old from Germany. I was wondering why almost all the high-performance people are old and achieve their success in the late 40s. That's bullshit. They're not. Why is that, and is there a way to be successful with a much younger age? Yeah, that's not true. They're not in their late 40s. Uh, the demographics for my site uh, and what I teach now has, is now between 25 and 35. It used to be between 35 and 45. In the last 10 years, uh, it, it, it's gone down. Is using a public shell company or reverse merger a good way to grow a business? Or are there too many sharks out there uh, uh, to short your stock for that um, to be viable? I've never seen really, I don't believe in the clean shells. Or, uh, so, I mean, um, I, that's not an alternative I would recommend to anybody. I'm a real estate investor here in the United States. Um, I'm starting a huge project on teaching people about real estate investing. 
I've been working on this project since the start of the year. I have an awesome coach. His name is uh, Russell Brunson. He is an internet. He is an internet marketing uh, business coach. Uh, uh, my question is, how do I make the mind shift from being a hands-on real estate investor to a coach? I want to keep flipping houses, but I also see more uh, see more money in teaching uh, people how they can become financially free. Well, if you see more money in teaching, you know those who can't teach, you're not doing the flip business right. What's a dream? <laughs> What's a dream team? What steps should I? What steps should I take to build one? I mean, it's exasperating the fucking... I mean, Jesus Christ. Look at my website. I'm not going to explain what a dream team is. Okay. Look at my website. It's all there for free. I don't have any questions because I know it all. Oh, God. I also want to thank you for everything you do because just by watching you on YouTube, you, you made me realize that I'm just a lazy moron who needs a kick under the, uh, his ass and I'm saving money now to be able to join your eight-day course. Well, that's good. I hope by the time I've saved enough money, you will still be alive. Well, I'll be here. Please don't let me down, oldie. See you uh, uh, and all the best. Uh, do you still give uh, your guarantee or raising capital if, um, in, uh, if one of your mentees makes two presentations a week? at a different financial institution in a row for 50 weeks and not get the financing uh, whatever, for whatever silly reason, do you, um, do you then, uh, would you raise the money for them? No, I don't give that guarantee anymore. In 15, 18 years, nobody ever called me on it because everybody that did it got the money or they uh, uh, couldn't make 50 presentations. But no, I don't do it anymore. What is a great truth? Um, that you know to be true that almost everyone disagrees with you. Conventional wisdom is always wrong, almost always wrong. What great business is uh, nobody? Uh, what great business is nobody building? Well, um, I'm sure there are a lot of great businesses in healthcare I don't even know about, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of great uh, businesses and niches in uh, telecommunications, stroke internet. So I, I couldn't tell you. For the entrepreneur, how does one discern the difference between being doggedly persistent and foolishly bashing his head against the wall of futility? You don't know for sure, but that's what your dream team's there to help you with. Do market uh, monopolies lead to better innovation by monopolizing companies or are they uh, impediments to progress? Well, there are a few monopolies around, uh, but um, I, I, I think that, uh, and I don't believe they're impediments to progress. You mentioned you play chess in one of your podcasts. Yes, I did. Did you ever get rated? No, I didn't. Uh, if so, what was your rating? Well, all I can tell you is about 20... I believe it was the late 80s. Uh, I, uh, 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 chess games by the, the then world champion uh, Russian came out. Um, and they had levels 1 to 17, I think. And I beat the chess game at level 17, which was the grandmaster. I'm not purporting that I was a grandmaster. I'm not purporting that I was anything even close to a grandmaster. But I was a pretty good chess player. And I beat that machine at the grandmaster. And, and just so you understand the way I think, I never play chess again. Besides causing trouble as a you, yes, I did. What were some of the, 
hobbies and interests. Now, I'm going to answer this in a slightly different way. Uh, I come from uh, the barrio, East Los Angeles. And uh, my mother was an illegal alien who swam across, uh, not swam, but she went across the Rio Grande River with her mother uh, back in 1924 uh, or 5, something like that. And um, when we lived in East LA, my dad was a, a starving policeman, cop. My mother knew intuitively, I guess, we never really had this discussion, but there were certain things that if you came from East LA, you, you didn't do as a kid. One was play tennis, two was know how to ballroom dance, and three was uh, how to play golf. So my mother got me involved in all those three things at a young age, uh, and um, you know, scrimped and saved, bought me a little set of uh, uh, golf clubs, bought me a tennis racket, and then she drove me uh, to take lessons at the parks where the lessons were for free. And I believe that we went to uh, Arthur Murray Ballroom Dancing, which I think was only like $10 a month. Um, and uh, those were my hobbies. I played tennis and golf until uh, I was in my 40s and 50s, and uh, golf into my 60s. Um, and uh, it's, it was quite amazing. I also saved stamps, now that I think about, which uh, not many kids in, the, uh, in East LA did. Do you think that artificial intelligence will be more prevalent in the future? Absolutely, I do. What subjects should uh, the schools teach uh, that they aren't currently? Um, leadership. And there are a few schools that do teach leadership. Uh, what was the stupidest thing you have done in the last five years and why? In the last five years, some would say me bungee jumping a couple years ago. <laughs> uh, with a corn, a, a torn... Um, um, Achilles, um, and that's probably the, the dumbest thing I did. And why did I do it? Because I had never done it before, and I hadn't taken any big risks re recently. What is the secret of being a non, what is the secret of being a non-high performer? There is no secret, it's just you have no focus, you're a lazy cunt, and you haven't found anything uh, uh, that you can be passionate about, and you hang around with losers. People often think about uh, their regrets. Shouldn't the real regret of most people be that they didn't tell enough people to fuck off? Amen to that. Yes, that, that can be one of the uh, regrets. That you didn't tell enough people to fuck off. What should you say instead of no to your children if they want to do something uh, really stupid stuff? You phrase it in a different way. You know, uh, is that really important to you? Blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of different ways. Everybody wants to get in uh, the flow or the zone. I've been there 40 plus years. Isn't this only procrastination? No. I mean, um, in my opinion, only dead fish go with the flow. Um, what do you think? You're talking about two different flows, you fucking moron. Okay. In the flow is when you're a high energy person, not in the flow because all the other fucking mullets are doing it. Wake up, you stupid moron. How do I get a mentor to mentor me? Uh, what questions should I ask him? Look at my fucking website. Don't ask me such stupid questions. If you had five minutes left to live, uh, what message would you tell your family? I love them. And I always did the most I, I, I could for them to be all I could be so they could be all they could be. Uh, one of my goals for 2015 is to learn Spanish. Any advice? Just fucking do it. Um, 
Mr. Pena, is it about the journey or is it about, or is it about the finish? It's not about the journey, it's about the process. As I said earlier on another podcast, uh, the journey is uh, you meander back and forth and you just let the water take you where you are. Uh, high performance people don't do that. What does your typical work day, um, typical day at work, yes, I fucking know, look like? From the moment you wake up, uh, I'm just going to get to the moment you fall asleep. I get up, um, I normally have, uh, uh, I drink uh, half a liter of water. Uh, lemon water, I go down, uh, uh, do emails that have come in from the night before. Um, I uh, then um, look at my, the rest of my schedule for the day. Uh, I decide when I'm going to work out in the gym. Uh, I uh, have a cup of coffee uh, and I stay uh, glued to the computer five, six, seven, eight hours. Um, and um, I normally, if I have any lunch, it's early afternoon. Uh, I have dinner between 7.30 and 8 with my wife. Uh, I go back to the computer, uh, and I'm on the computer till about 10.30 or 11. Then I normally watch a program, uh, one last program with my wife. Uh, and if I'm going to have a drink, which isn't often, I have a drink then. And I go to bed uh, between 12 and 12.30. I'm not someone who <clears throat> understands city trading, stocks, and shares. My understanding is that if you do uh, know um, what to do when you can build wealth in this way quickly. Question is, if you were stripped of your wealth today and were unable to trade on the stock market, I don't trade, uh, not having the money or knowledge, um, what would be the first course of action you would take to regain your wealth and why? I'm currently a joiner carpenter um, who did not get into this in a uh, usual way. I think I know I now have an idea that uh, will uh, bring me success, but as I'm starting later uh, in life, I would uh, love to know if I'm embarking on this in the right way. I'm sure that you just wanted to read the question only, but thought it was worth the change to get uh, to speak to you. Well, first of all, I'd go find somebody that knows how to trade, and I'd ask him to mentor me. But that, I wouldn't do it that way.